What's up and welcome to the Nick Benhoff Fitness Podcast. You're joining me at the beginning of my coaching journey where I aim to provide actionable information for you to make healthy and sustainable choices. If you're here, thanks so much for trusting me and involving me in your journey. Every week I plan to provide you with information that will move you forward and provide advice that can be acted on immediately. Without further ado, let's get into today's show. All right, and welcome to episode four of the Nick Benhoff Fitness Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about my top three pieces of advice when starting your fitness journey. Uh, however, if you're not, if if you're somewhere in the middle of your fitness journey, you know these these three pieces of advice will still be relevant to you, and I think can still make a difference in your overall journey. Um, but without me rambling on, let's dive right into number one, and that's that things will start slow. If you're brand new to fitness or you know really looking to start over on your on your health journey, don't expect things to go too fast. Your health and fitness are not a, a one and done thing. If you if you go for a walk today, you know your your entire life is not going to be changed tomorrow. Health and fitness is more of a, a lifelong endeavor that can be very rewarding. However, it can also be very difficult, especially if you come in with the mindset that things are going to happen overnight. Unfortunately, we live in a world where instant gratification is basically everywhere, and we all fall prey to it at some point in our lives. I know I do it quite a bit, unfortunately, and it's one of the things that I'm constantly working on, uh, not fixing, but addressing in my life. Now, Going back to you know starting your fitness journey, things are going to start slow and you're not going to be able to do everything you want to in the beginning. If you're someone who hasn't worked out in a, a decent amount of time or has never you know worked out before, you know, but you're starting now, which is great, you may have to start with only you know, 20 minutes going to the gym. Your your first visit may just be you going in, signing up, walking on the treadmill for 20 minutes and leaving. But the the best thing about that is you took the path that is going to lead you down the rest of your life. You came up to that fork in the road and you saw that the left side said stay the same, live your entire life without um becoming who you fully can become, or the right side where you said, make the small consistent changes that over time will lead me to the life that I want to live. And and you took the right side, and that's amazing. And there is, you know, only great things to say about that. So don't let anyone ever tell you that you should be, you know, making these big changes overnight. And don't think to yourself that, you know, one visit to the gym, it, it didn't drop you 15 pounds. You, you should be, you know, quitting and being like, ah, this is just never going to work for me because that's just not reasonable. I know, I know you listen to this. You're a very reasonable person, and you know that you would never think like that, right? Right. Okay. But things are going to start out slow. That first 20 minutes, that, that first week, that first day might turn into 25 minutes the next day, the next week, and you might keep building. But things are going to start slow, and you need to get into the mindset that this is not a 90-day uh, health reset and then I'm healthy for the rest of my life. This is something that's going to be every day of your life for the rest of your life. And that's that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. You're living a, a good, healthy life. And that's something to be proud of and to celebrate. So I'm here celebrating with you right now. Um, 
So just remember that things are always going to start slow. Over time, you're going to be able to increase the amount of activity you're doing. You're going to be able to increase the time spent, and you're going to be actually decreasing the time thinking about your health and fitness because things are just going to naturally evolve into you living a, a healthy life every day without you having to actively think about it. So remember that piece of advice number one is things will start slow. So number two, and this is probably the one I'll go into the most detail about. Um, I have a little rant prepared and I, I hope you're excited for that. Uh, I was, you know, I, I'm looking at my, my notes for this and I, I really did get on a, a little bit of a rant. But number two is find people you can trust and that provide you with realistic and actionable information. There is a lot of information out there in the world right now. It seems that everyone and their uncle is a fitness guru, a fitness coach. They're making life-changing decisions in fitness. Um, and I love that. You know, it, It's great to be able to get the word out and for people to be making giant changes in their life. However, with the addition of all these gurus and mastermind people and um, 90 day fitness coaches, there is a giant influx in the amount of misinformation out there. Unfortunately, the, you know, the entire fitness community is now labeling themselves as evidence-based. Um, but if you actually look at the people doing the scientific literature, you'll see that even they can't agree on what's best. Everyone kind of has their own you know, niche that they specialize in, and that's the way to go, and that's that's fine. They put their time in, um, they, they do the research, but if you really dive in and look at the research, um, more and more of it is swayed by the people or organizations that are providing the, the moolah um, for those researchers to conduct their, their research, and that is quite the conflict of interest. You know, if I am a food company and I am providing you the monetary means to do research on my food product, um, I'm going to maybe not, you know, it, it, I'm definitely going to have a say in the, the research and how the research is designed and what findings we are looking for. Um, so as you can tell, that, that can kind of be a conflict of interest. I saw a study, I'm not going to quote it right now, but it actually talked about the uh, percentage of nutrition studies that are actually funded and affected by the organizations that the researchers are actually studying. Uh, I might be able to find it, put it in the show notes if you are interested in reading that. However, it is it's quite dull. Um, and we'll get into a little bit more about people talking about research in just a second. But... People that are relaying that information on Instagram, in podcasts, in articles, if if they find that research, you know, they may or may not intentionally be cherry picking that the the studies that um, quote unquote prove what they're telling you. So just be wary about that. Um, and if you, you know, I I enjoy that people are looking more into research, but finding research that just agrees with the point you're trying to make is it, it's kind of just confirmation bias just on the the research end um and saying that it proves something 
is also a big red flag when people are talking about research. Um, th there's no proof in research. There is uh, causation or there's correlation to the evidence found. Um, and causation and correlation, both different things, and they do not necessarily equal each other. Um, what correlation is, is it shows there's a relationship between two variables, and causation is X causes Y, or Y causes X. Um, but again, neither of these prove anything. They just show evidence for or against the claim you're making. Uh, so if someone tells you that this study proves something, like uh, eating carb that you know, I, I found proof that eating carbs causes obesity. Uh, you can kind of go on there, comment, and say, well, what you're showing me is there's evidence in favor of carbs causing obesity, but that this study doesn't prove anything because it only used 20 people. Um, and you didn't take into account many different things. So, you know, there's, there's always going to be evidence for or against something, and a well-done research paper will at least tell you the conflicts of interest, you know, the research, the level of evidence that there is, um, you know, the, the more people involved in the, the research as the sample, the better. Um, now, I, I, I told you I would go on a, a bit of a rant, and I've definitely rambled on about, you know, research information that you may or may not care of, but it's important to, you know, take away that if someone is providing research that has quote-unquote proved something, um, please do not take that as the absolute truth. Uh, again, they may just be cherry-picking something and really just overall confirmation bias on their end. And, and I'm not saying anyone's doing this intentionally. It's just something for you as the consumer to, to watch out for. I'm just trying to make sure that you are getting the best information you can. And... You know, unfortunately, the, the coaching, training, nutrition coaching, online coaching world is becoming more and more of a, not a, maybe a scam. Um, a scam's kind of a, a mean word, but I couldn't think of an adjective to replace it with. So we'll go with scam today. But people are, you know, these coaches or gurus or mastermind people are preying on the insecurities of people like yourself and myself that are just looking to better their lives and they want someone to hold them accountable and they want someone to lead them through this journey. And all they're doing is taking your credit card information and giving you maybe some cookie cutter BS type of crap and just saying that this way is the only way and that if you don't do this, your life is over and you will get bad things the rest of your life. Um, and my intentions behind coaching are not to not to you know just have access to your credit card information I'm looking to actually change um, someone's life you know this is not an industry where money is flying at you from all corners nor should it be you know this is this is your health you shouldn't pay an arm and a leg for your health I mean that's that's kind of ridiculous if you if you know just saying it out loud I didn't even have that written down I was just thinking about it out loud I mean, so you're always going to find those kind of people online that are just, you know, looking to make you feel scared or, or sad about your, your current life and that just want you in their program to, you know, pay them. And they'll give you a 90-day program for $1,500 that is going to change your life forever when that's a, a little too much money to spend, when you could just make small choices every day and, and really change your life over the course of a year. Um, 
But unfortunately, this is kind of where the industry is headed right now. I expect in the next couple years it's going to circle back and things are going to get a little bit better. Um, coronavirus has really shown people's true colors when it comes to this and that they just want to make a quick buck and kind of, kind of move on. Um, but there are a lot of people out there that provide great, free, useful, authentic information. Um, and the first couple people that come to mind are Jordan Syatt, Andrew Coates and Danny Matranga. These guys I've been following for for a bit now. Um, you know, I'll, I'll always get, you know, on I always find people that I really like, and uh, eventually they kind of change their personality, and um, I'll I end up not following them. But I've been following these guys for quite a while now, and they're actually really great sources of information. If they're not going to provide you what you're looking for, they're going to provide you with someone who will give you the information that you're looking for. And, you know, I can, I'll link their Instagrams down in the show notes, but these guys are um, great guys to follow. Um, you know, there's probably more. I know there's a, a bunch of women coaches out there that are excellent as well. Um, Dr. Lisa Lewis is great in the, the mental health side of things. So definitely take a look at them. I'll, I'll link her down there as well. But this is all to just kind of say, don't follow someone that just has a great body and says they're evidence-based or has like some fancy schmancy degree. Um, be skeptical. You're allowed to be. This is, this is your life. This is your health. Um, you know, ask the hard questions, ask them questions in the comments, see if they respond. If they don't respond, they either don't care that much or they just don't know the answer and they don't want to embarrass themselves. So, you know, a good coach will, if they don't know, will say, I don't know, but let me get you the answer. Um, and that's something you, you can send me, you know, send me, I'll, I'll put my email down there, you know, send me an email with any questions you have. Uh, we can, we can talk about it and see which way is best for you to go. And if I don't know the answer, maybe I can point you into the direction of someone who does have that answer. Um, but like I said, that was probably my most important one. Find people that you can trust and that aren't just trying to sell you something. Um, the people that are trying to sell you something will try to sell you something in every freaking thing they do. Their Instagrams will have a you know a coaching application link in my bio. Uh, DM me for coaching programs. Um, blah 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 blah. Go here to buy my blah blah blah. Okay, um, you know, and, and I get it. People are trying to make a living, but there are ways to make a living just being a good person. So be skeptical. Um, evidence based doesn't mean what it used to be. Uh, proving in research means nothing. All right. <clears throat> so after that long rambling th scene, um, we come to number three. So number three is more is not always better. And I should have listened to this voice in my case for point number two, but more is not always better. Um, this kind of talks about mostly in regards to exercising. More exercise is not going to always be the better option. It's not going to get you the best results. Training 15 to 20 hours a week may actually have negative side effects or negative outcomes versus what you may think it is, and that's you know helping you lose the most weight. Um, there are definitely more important things you can focus on than being in the gym 20 hours a week. Um, if you have a family, your family, obviously, spend time with them. Um, but besides that, you know, how much sleep are you getting? And this is maybe, you know, this is one of the ones where more actually is better. You know, I'm not telling you to sleep 15 hours a night, but, you know, make sure you're getting that, that eight to 10, maybe, you know, if, if you can't seven to anywhere from seven to nine, that's always the the logical answer to how much sleep you're getting. But, you know, more sleep can't hurt. So um, 
Are you drinking enough water throughout the day? Or are you just chugging your fifth cup of coffee right now like I just did? Um, I always need this reminder. That is why there is a water bottle next to me. Uh, just looking at me, looking me in the eyes saying, why have you not drinking anything yet? Um, but, you know, water is going to be very good for you. Our bodies are made of it. We need more of it. We're constantly uh, just trying to rehydrate. If we just drank a little bit every day, we wouldn't need to rehydrate. We would just be hydrated. Uh, so more water is better. Um, how are you dealing with stress in your life? Do you let it affect your choices? Or does it build up and you eventually explode? Um, stress is big right now. Uh, we could talk uh, probably for like 15 hours on how, how much stress there is in the world right now. Um, you know, I'm recording this beginning of March. So some things have happened in the past couple months where people are stressed out. People are still stressed out. We're coming up on at least my one-year anniversary with the gyms closing down where I live. So that was very stressful. But how do you deal with that stress? Um, do you turn to food? Do you turn to alcohol or drugs? Do you turn to the gym? Um, you know, instead of training extra times a week, or extra times, more hours throughout the week, can you find ways to actively deal with your stress? Can you go on like a hike? Can you write? Can you talk to someone? Spend more time with your family? Get a hundred dogs and let them pile on top of you. These are all great stress relievers. Um, but letting uh, stress really just kind of boil up and you having more cortisol throughout your, your body, the, the adverse hormones, things like that, another topic for a later day, um, can have negative effects on you. And honestly, too much training can cause that same sort of negative stress as well. Uh, so sleep, water, don't get stressed. And the last one is how's your nutrition? You know, are you just trying to outlift a bad diet? Are you saying, well, I want to eat pizza 17 times a week, so I better work out for an hour for every slice. Um, now, that is not the best way to approach your diet. Uh, you will still not be able to outtrain your diet because you can always bring in more food than you can burn calories, and this is not a challenge accepted type of moment. Please do not take that as I'm going to, you know, this, this dumb guy on this podcast, he told me I can't now train a bad diet. Well, he will see about that. Now, please do not do it. Please just, you know, have, have some extra, you know, vegetables throughout the day. Have a piece of fruit one to two times a day. Sugar and fruit is not bad for you. You will not get fat from that. Um, you know, maybe decrease the amount of calories you're bringing in. Uh, don't try any crazy diets, though. Uh, you know, you don't need keto. You don't need paleo. You don't need low carb. Just eat like a normal person should. Um, veggies, protein, a little bit of carbs here and there. Um, sleep, nutrition, water, no stress. These are all the things that you can do instead of training uh, more and more throughout the week. Uh, so again, this last point, more exercise does not equal better exercises. Uh, there are more important things, and I have proof. Just kidding. But it has, you know, it's, it's much better to focus on the smaller things that will add up to the larger picture than running one more mile today. You know, go back, spend some time with your family, uh, talk to your, your spouse, significant other, your kids, you, you know, be a good role model for kids in, in, in regards to fitness because they watch you and, and they, they want to grow up just like you guys. So make sure that you're, you know, being that, that role model for them. Um, now, you know, 
in regards to fitness and you know more is not always better um, more information is not always better you know you can sit around for 10 hours a day researching the best diet or the best program but until you actually do that diet or program you know nothing's gonna happen um, you know I have this problem as well I sit around on my butt and I'm like oh, what's the best way to talk into a microphone for a podcast and then you know by hour four I haven't done anything that day and I'm like oh now I feel bad so more information is not always better. You know, you have plenty of information at your fingertips. You know what the right thing to do is. We just want the cool thing to do. The right thing to do is to just get up, walk around, have some water, sleep well, and, you know, live a healthy life. You don't need to, you know, research the best way to do a bicep curl to add that extra that extra ounce of muscle that will look great in your ba new bathing suit this year. And the best thing for me to do is not to you know, research the, the best microphones that I can't afford. You know, I just found this one, 50 bucks. Here we are. So more exercise is not always better. More information is not always better. Um, you know, when you have that information, just implement it. If you know what you should do for exercise, just do it. Um, you know, take the five minutes, do something. You did some, you did five minutes more, um, of that thing you did than you did yesterday, right? That makes sense. Yes, you're five minutes better today than you were yesterday, okay? So, in conclusion, my top three pieces of advice are things will start out slow. That is just something that we all need to come to terms with. If you start slow now, you can, you know, return to this podcast a year later and be like, oh man, I've changed so much. I am down X amount of pounds. I just ran my first marathon, if you're crazy like that. And my life is so much better than it was last year when this guy in the podcast told me to start slow, and which I did. So that's uh, that's probably the most important piece of advice. Start slow. Anything you're going to do is going to start out slow, and you're going to have to learn, and you're going to have to adjust, and it's going to be fantastic when things all pan out and you are that new person that you always wanted to be. Piece of advice number two, find people that you can trust and that provide you with realistic information. I hope you consider me one of those people. You may not. You may think I'm some dummy, but you know I'm just here to I'm here to help. And there's a bunch of other people that are m great sources of information than that guy that you saw on Instagram without a shirt on that says, "Oh, if you can't work out 15 hours a day, why even try?" You know that doesn't make any sense. Um, there's no such thing as proof in uh, research, just correlation or causation, uh, evidence for or against. And my last point is more is not always better. You have the information, take it, implement it, you know, start to transform your life. Take that, take that path down the left side where it says, you know, this is to a better life. It's going to be a rough road. It's going to be a long road, but you will eventually get there. And I know you'll get there because you are smart, capable, and brilliant person, and you can do this. Okay. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Nick Benhoff Fitness Podcast. May or may not change the name later down the line, but right now, I just want you to know who I am. Uh, check out the show notes. going to link a few things down there, uh, a few great people to um, to follow, uh, and, and just give them a check, give them a, you know, give them a like, give them a, a follow, see what they can do for you, and I can tell you 100% now, they will do a lot for you, okay? Um Take this information, take from it what you will, um, and really just start small with the information provided. But I appreciate you letting me talk your ear off for 
however many minutes this has been. I appreciate you sticking along, uh, sticking around for this long if you have, um, and I hope you have a fantastic day. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.